Gonna use that clip against you. <laughs> uh, Good. Um, okay. Welcome to Mysteries Inc. I'm Spring. I'm Joe. And we are here with some more stories about history, mystery, and conspiracies and creatures. Yes, we are. All right. As always, we're gonna start with rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I uh I have a bad feeling in my stomach about this one. I'm probably... No, I'm going to kick your ass. You're Fuck one, that. No, I'm going to kick your ass. Your one weekly chance to try to redeem yourself <laughs> and, and fail. Fuck it up. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> Ready? Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Yes! Oh, my yes! God! Yes! Oh, my God. I'm just going to bask in this for a second. <sighs> all right. How all right. long has it been? I'm going to have to go back. <laughs> It's been a while. It's been a while. Who sings that song? It's been a while. <laughs> Sing something. Oh my name. Okay. Yeah. No, it's stained almost as stained. bad. Oh yeah. That yeah. guy is basically like, he can't handle a whole concert without flipping out and like walking off. Really? Like, why can't you all be quiet? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Chill out, man. Chill out. All right. So my story is today called and I quote, The Leg Child Who Became the Sun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not like I make this easy and obvious what I'm talking about. <laughs> Did you sit on your phone and autocorrect? <laughs> no, but but the story doesn't make it any better. So, <laughs> so Dadajara originates in the Southwest Oceania region, Indonesian, <laughs> New Guinea, uh, Papua New Guinea, Fiji, Solomon Islands, that kind of area. Specifically, the Milan bay province this is short legend but it's a good one so once upon a time there was a woman who was outside tending her garden by the ocean she spotted a large fish in the water and decided to go in there and play with it <laughs> while she was playing with the fish it kept on rubbing on her leg mm. um when the woman got out of the water she noticed that her leg was a little swollen and it hurt a little bit and it was exactly where the fish was rubbing it weird the spot continued to swell until it became very painful she then begged her father to help her and he took a blade and sliced open the bulge out came baby dadajara what the jesus so, <laughs> was he like a fish baby it doesn't really say but it just kind of like yeah yeah okay so life... i think it, that sounds like he a... might have been because they never talk really about his looks and the pictures that they kind of have are kind of more tribalistic so i don't really know like because you know how sometimes when it comes to those really ancient mythologies and like ancient societies they tend to have them looking very like otherworldly so it could have been or it could have just been a human that was really you know what i mean like they kind of yeah muddied yeah, so... it up and mm -hmm. yeah so life was not easy for Dadajura as he was picked on relentlessly. So maybe he was fish boy. <laughs> At some point, Dadajura hit rock bottom with all the cruel behaviors 
And one version says he was taken away by his concerned fish dad. Uh, the other one says that he just left willingly with his dad. Like he ended up finding his dad and he just decided to go. Does he follow him in a boat or can he breathe underwater? <laughs> well, his dad is like a deity. It's kind of like a god. So like, I don't know. He's probably got special ability. I don't can know. take human form. Maybe. They didn't go very far into this. And I checked out like three <laughs> or four different references and they, this is about as far as it went. I mean, sometimes legends just, yeah, they don't, they don't give you enough to... They, they don't give you the details you want. Well, yeah. And a lot of, I think it was just more like the locals were like, duh. Like, like you this, know, like this, this rubbing sounds very <laughs> suspicious. So be, uh, before he left, he had warned his mother and family members that they should seek sel- shelter in a sanctuary because he was going to climb up a plant and become the sun and burn everything on earth. Like he was done. He wanted to get revenge for how bad he was being Me treated. Me and my fish dad are gonna kill you all. <laughs> so he, um, his uh, family listened to him and hid up from the scorching heat. He burned and burned for days, killing plants, animals, humans alike. Damn. Not able to keep going on like that. Dada Jura's mom decided to take some lime juice and she threw it on her son's eyes before he was rising up again because he was the son at this point right and um (laughs) when the lime juice hit his face it made him close his eyes and the steam created clouds Mm. creating kind of like a break from the heat that he was trying to make Mm -hmm. and it kind of created a protective life barrier now the moon is, was created in many different ways also. One myth says that the moon was buried underground and a man came along and accidentally uncovered it, setting a, it free to float up into the air. So it was just like this helium-filled balloon just <laughs> under the ground. But here's the thing. It's technically duller than it should have been because it was uncovered before it was ripe. So oh, if they would have so just left it, like yeah, it was supposed to be brighter. I don't know if like the sun, but it was supposed to be just a lot brighter. They also have another myth that says that the moon was in a jar that was owned by some like witch or old woman and the kids just released it because they were mischievous and then the moon flew up into the sky. It just floats. It's a very helium buoyant thing. Pretty chill moon. Less dense. (laughs) (laughs) An interesting side note is that many origin and mythology stories say that day existed without night and night night had to be discovered. So in that area, they kind of believed that night needed to be discovered. It wasn't something that just naturally came. Right. So there was a god called Cat, and it's spelled with a Q, not a C. Uh, so Cat uh, did not Kat invent... Cat does not believe that elections are fit. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, there is a followers that are called Cat Turd, but that's, a, that's an interesting that's conspiracy we could work on. All right. <laughs> So, although he did not invent night, he heard about it and went to go find it. His search led him to Vava, a.k.a. the Taurus Islands, and tonight itself was named Kong, also with a Q. Okay. <laughs> how, how does the the letter Q get ruined for you? <laughs> In Oceania, that's how it works, okay? Cat <laughs> brought some night from, or bought some night from Kong and brought it back to his place. He also bought, brought with him a rooster and a shard of obsidian. Cat hmm. told his brothers to close their eyes and to go to sleep, and the sky darkened into nighttime. After a while, he brought out the rooster, and it sang its, his brothers awake, and he used the obsidian to cut across the sky, ending the night and inventing the first morning. Hmm. Interesting. It was it's never... poetic. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
So we start off with a perverted lady getting <laughs> molested by a fish, and we end with poetic, you know, <laughs> obsidian cutting the night sky. I, I got to say, it seems like one of those stories that's like, oh, yeah, this kid totally just came. I, I didn't get pregnant. <laughs> I, I rubbed a fish. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm still a virgin. It came out of my leg. <laughs> <laughs> my dad cut it out, you know. Don't ask him about it, though. And my dad's going to confirm it because he doesn't want to admit that his daughter's a whore. <laughs> but yeah, so I, like I said, it wasn't a very long story, but I'm like, really? It's a fish rubbing one. on her leg and right. the guy comes out and then he's like pissed that everyone's making fun of him. That he decides to like fucking go Yeah, scorched earth, like literally. <laughs> but he at least had enough kindness to say, hey, mom, you guys should maybe hide for a little bit because shit's going to get hot. <laughs> I could have just not burned everyone in the first place. <laughs> Where is the fun in that? If you are a deity or a god, the whole thing is smite. <laughs> I guess so. That's, that's usually it's one of the things thread. that you can do, and you're forgiven for. <laughs> like every every god smited humans at some point, and we still like celebrate them in ways, you know, like through holidays and other stuff. So I mean. Yeah, I suppose. Smite, yeah, that's Smite one of the perks. <laughs> Zeus used to rape the shit out of women all the time. And that's smite, smite, smite. He smited Animals everyone. <laughs> yeah. And like, he smited everyone. Yeah, doesn't matter. Mm. They all worshipped him. He was the king, the leader. <laughs> yep. Cruel, cruel gods. <laughs> and that's where we'll segue. <laughs> that's where we'll segue into mine. Where a nicer guy. Not a deity, but a, a legend. A legend. Uh, he's fun. So I'm going to talk about an American classic. Everybody knows Johnny Appleseed. No, Johnny Appleseed. He's an Americana legend. He is. And he's <clears throat> he's an interesting character that really always kind of seemed very one-dimensional. He was just kind of this happy-go-lucky guy that... Well, it was more two-dimensional. Disney did a very good job making his cartoon beautiful. And it was 2D, okay? <laughs> Fair. He was... Just all he did was wander around, throw throw seeds around. <laughs> Almost the way I even kind of remembering it was basically just that he like walked around eating apples. <laughs> <laughs> just a nomad wandering right. around, throwing apple cores everywhere. Nowadays he'd be considered littering. <laughs> <laughs> it's organic. Don't it's worry. organic. Whatever. <laughs> I say that as I throw lettuce on the ground. <clears throat> <laughs> See, that doesn't have the seeds in it, so <laughs> oh, okay. <just> useless. <laughs> it's organic. <laughs> So I, I did some digging. I had heard like kind of some things that were like, meh, add a little to the story. So I, I went digging and I found some fun stuff. So we'll start just with the basics. Little is known about his early life, but we do know that he was born in Leominster, Massachusetts in 1774. Doesn't and his, his adventures didn't really begin until the age of 18 in uh, 1792. So he was born in this kind of really interesting time period just right before the the revolution and and died you know like before like uh yeah died before the civil war so it was like the kind of real okay, interesting time okay yeah, yeah i guess we would have but yeah so kind of a a very hardy time especially if you're not staying on the east coast and you're yeah you're yeah part of the frontier uh so at the age of 18 he headed west uh with his little half-brother, 11-year-old half-brother Nathaniel. I didn't Nathaniel. know he had a sibling, like a sidekick with him. Very briefly. Okay, because I was going to it... say, they never show him in any of this stuff. They always just show yeah. Johnny Appleseed as being like a loner. Well, he wasn't quite Johnny Appleseed yet. So they made okay. it to the Ohio Territory. And Ohio. Um, he, it says 
that he traveled with his brother and then he left him with his dad, which I don't know if his dad left earlier or later, but his dad also headed west. And okay. so his brother stayed behind to farm with his dad and uh, uh, he went off on his own. And so he headed west. <clears throat> it's like all that Johnny provides to eat is apples. I'm so malnourished. <laughs> Keep me, Dad. Don't make me walk anymore with him. He wasn't Doesn't he have like a pot on his head too, like yeah, a metal pot. That's, that's one thing that is. It's because a lot of the the stories usually revolve around that he was like wearing a coffee sack and yeah, weird, yeah. weird crap like that. Another one was just kind of that he he Real liked to homely live simple. Looking guy, yeah. yeah, and that he uh, would would trade people things for like discarded clothes, their old clothes. Yeah. And if you ever had anything nice, you usually gave it to someone. He was actually known to be like a really, really nice guy. Okay. Um, so I threw you off track. <laughs> <laughs> no sweat. Uh, he wasn't the apple guy yet. So okay. his brother okay, okay. had more than apples. Well, but you can't tell me it just started <laughs> randomly. Like he must've been like, well, I can tell you them. how it started. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Why it became apples that he was okay. known for. Okay. Okay. So the story, you know, the idealistic story is just kind of that he traveled west with a leather bag filled with apple seeds and just spreads them everywhere around. And he was kind of known as like a, a gentler version of the, the Daniel Boone character who was more of like Ooh, Yeah, Daniel Boone was a little oh, yeah. bit more aggressive. <laughs> right. And that's kind of what he was sold as in, in legend form. As like okay. a gentler Daniel Boone. Uh, the reality is kind of just that he was very entrepreneurial. He, uh... Oh, he knew had a, a really good plan to make a quick buck. Uh, he was kind of like the original flipper guy. Flipper guy, <laughs> you know, like flipping houses. Oh, okay, but it wasn't okay, houses. okay. I was it looking at dolphins for a second. Plots. <laughs> 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 so, um, when he started heading west, uh, there was this thing called the donation tract, and it was kind of a between land developers and, and the government a way to. Um, expand west okay kind of push the uh, indigenous people further west um but the idea was kind of at a, at a buffer between the the easterners yeah and... where's the donation come in so they anyone can claim 100 acres for free <laughs> if they plant 50 apple trees and 20 peach trees and kind of the thought is that like it takes a while for these to mature yeah like one family is gonna go set down roots and then um stick around to, you know, see yeah, their, yeah. the fruits literally of their labor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> and so he got this fun idea. He would go and he would plant these orchards and protect them. Like he actually built them. He, okay. Yeah, he methodically actually built real orchards, not just So it wasn't just, yeah, just tossing shit randomly. Okay. Um, and he would build little fences and even use barbed wire or whatever it said. And so like... Which I didn't realize was around that early, but yeah, this is probably a weird early form. <laughs> Metal was around. I then. guess I picture yeah. like razor wire, but anyways. But so. how, yeah, well, he bartered, I guess, for yeah. it. So I gotcha. I so gotcha. he would he would get these orchards going and then move on and do another one, and he would sell just, these. Oh, so, so he would just yeah. basically plant, get the hundred acres, and then yeah. sell. Oh, put that, in some work, dastard, like and that's then, a... and be ahead of like the kind of latecomers nice uh, yeah he would just go set up all these orchards so and that's peaches the, i didn't know that's about the impressive like that's a way to like kind of scam the system but yet not because like you're there was no rules against like you know you just cultivating all those trees on he there as the that loophole. was yeah yeah right. that was that <clears throat> genius Mm-hmm. so 
he I, I never heard anything about the peaches, but I think it would be funnier if he was called Johnny Peachbit. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I think that there's would... a reason why they didn't go with that. They're like, <laughs> can't even say like pee pee, Johnny pee pee, Peachbit. Nah. <laughs> uh, I would say that would make a good band name, but there's already a, a Canadian indie pop band called Peachbit. So uh, yeah, but they're not Johnny's missed, Peach Pit. I know they, they missed out though, but they're Canadian, so they wouldn't get it. Eh? <laughs> Sorry, we don't get the joke. <laughs> so, like, what's kind of, um, a common misconception is that his apples were like feeding people, when really, in reality, they were more used for booze <laughs> uh, and it's not really by design necessarily from him well, but, but it was very common in that time period to to have alcohol instead well, of yeah, and apples don't stay that fresh even nowadays they have to put like a wax film on the ones that you buy at the store so i mean if you mm-hmm. have like and if you let them be then you have yellow jackets everywhere so you have to like do something with them and booze takes a lot and booze doesn't require pretty looking apples and doesn't require no, you, you know like you want these kind of odd ones yeah so like that was that makes sense so that's one, resourceful again again one thing about him is that like his his orchards were known for as spitters like people that's what people called the apples that just weren't oh they weren't the good very good varieties although actually a lot of good cultivars came from this that are used today there's like one in ohio that people like they revere it as like a, a johnny appleseed you know descendant and um <laughs> we have it's the specifically <laughs> for it's a specific type that's great in pies but uh in general they were they're inconsistent when you plant from seed they're very yeah. inconsistent and uh the, the way you generally do it is graft and um oh yeah so, yeah, yeah where you slice into one and then you put the other the one that you want on top kind yeah, of a thing yeah you do a thing yeah so you graft the I gotcha. the blossoms onto the thing i saw a thing about it i'm not gonna I, i'm not gonna try to explain it because i'll probably do it wrong i do i will just make one side note though the grafting thing is really cool because they have fruit salad trees now where it's actually like trees that have like three or four different fruit growing on it because the fact that they grafted like an orange tree and a pear tree and an apple tree together or three varieties of apples they're really cool i would look up fruit salad trees those I are kind of cool i did come, come across some of these yeah. it was pretty neat yeah um, i thought that was so cool because i got into a I weird i couldn't believe it that. sorry yeah <laughs> Um, so that's one reason, there's a couple reasons why he, he didn't do it. My, yeah. I would say it's probably more time intensive and labor yeah. intensive to do that as opposed to just plant some and you got all Move these seeds on. and you're just like, Oh, my orchard's plant. Give me another hundred <laughs> acres. <laughs> um, God, it's only hundred trees. That's not that many either. Yeah. Like, oh, I got no, 170 because I think it's only 20 peach trees. Oh, still not even that hard to do. I could eat 70 fruit in, like, a month. <laughs> <laughs> or make it on to, you know, booze. Exactly. Um, and so, and also peaches, that's very edible. Yeah. Um, unless, I don't, maybe I don't know that planting peaches from seeds And then you idea. only need to invest in the first 100 acres, because then you just harvest from the one that you just, like, planted. Well, it takes and then... long enough for that to bear fruit. Oh, yeah, that it does. It wouldn't be, he was going quick. And he was like, look, oh, shit. look, I got an orchard. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, they'll grow. <laughs> so really the, the primary is, or the reason why this worked so well is because these are booze trees. Uh, the cider was very, very popular. It was actually like okay. America's most popular drink during like colonial times and 
the Frontier Times. Go figure, um, Disney would leave that part as, out. Right, exactly. <laughs> and as industrialization happened, beer would take over. Yeah. So, like, in the cities, it would generally change from the cider to the beer. Yeah. Um, but as you moved west, that was, like, the, the popular drink. Um, and brandy. You can also Ooh. still it into brandy. And so nice. it was, that was actually, like, America's most popular spirit back in the day. George Washington actually had his own distillery that made brandy. Hey. And he loved him. His peach brandy was, like, the thing. Wisconsin is all about brandy, too. So uh, yeah, we, we got are. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are a brandy state. Uh, so, yeah, everyone was drinking it. Like, this isn't the kitty, you know, non-alcoholic version. In fact, they, they, <laughs> they gave the this, this stuff to kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was better than water at the time. It was. <laughs> Still is. <laughs> I like a good cider. I don't think I need it for breakfast, which is totally what they... They would just drink it, start, start at breakfast. Well, it was a rough life the back then. Yeah, I mean, I would need a good swift... <laughs> like, the, like... <laughs> the cider was your day drinking, and then at night you had some... <laughs> Some of the uh, moonshine brandy. No. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. even the peach got to contribute to the party. <laughs> I'm just gonna start calling him Johnny Peach Pit. <laughs> so another, one day future merch. <laughs> another very strange reason why that's often suspected why he just planted the seeds. I think it was for economic reasons. It's just quicker to move on and do 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 do. Yeah, it could make a buck quicker. Well, yeah, yeah. But one Wait, is that he was. Work. Part of a very weird Christian sect that had. Hold on, this is actually <laughs> this is actually kind of fun, um, and not in a depressing way. <laughs> um, so he was he had beliefs in Swedenborgism. Uh, there was this guy named Emanuel Swedenborg. Um, he was a Swedish scientist, mathematician. Cosmeto- or cosmetologist, cosmologist, yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, Michael. oh, he really <laughs> knew how to, Yeah, <laughs> Apple Foundation, <laughs> great with lashes. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he was like one of the smartest people of his time. Okay, he was born in 1688 to a Lutheran bishop. Uh, he's he spent like most of his life doing crazy scholarly stuff. Okay. Um, but then later in life, he began having visions and devoted himself to a spiritual mission, which uh, he claimed to have a special divine understanding of the Bible. And people were kind of pissed about it. Like, there's a very weird, like, people dislike them a lot. Okay. Uh, they're kind of considered a cult. Well, yeah, if you're going to, like, if you have a different interpretation of the Bible, like, people get scared of that. Because they're very gentle, though. It's kind of like the Quakers, almost. So one okay. of the things is that they they do not want any living thing to suffer. So cutting the tree yeah. to, would be considered wounding it Aww. and thought to be, like, bad. So you have to chop it off in one swift chop. So <laughs> for this reason, actually, it's pretty nice that he was he was notoriously, like, respectful and respected in turn by the natives that he came in contact with. He was yeah. a very non-violent well, kind of guy. Well, because that was kind of their whole philosophy, um, too, is, you know, well, do no some, harm. Yes and no. Yeah. He could have, it could have bit him in the ass and he could have met someone who just... Yeah, screw you. <laughs> um, but so he just, yeah, he was like this, he was kind of a hippie wandering <laughs> hippie of his time. So this this uh, cult, not, I mean, this this little religious sect, sect had some interesting beliefs, that, including God has many names, um, depending on the belief or religion, kind of a Unitarian deal. Okay. The Holy Spirit is not God. I don't know why that, that, that pissed off I don't Catholics. know why that's important. <laughs> like... 
the Trinity doesn't exist, which again, you're pissing off, get, yeah, you're like, pissing off Catholics here. Um, and then there, where, where was it? So Jesus Christ's death did not atone for our sin and salvation comes by practicing what you believe, whatever Ooh. religion. And um, the, F, like, yeah. Okay, no, that just kind of reiterates that part. But yeah, it's just kind of really, you do you, I do me. Yeah, yeah, I nice like that. Be a nice person, and you're like, the, the condition of your spirit in the afterlife is kind of dependent on how you treat How you your behave body. and treat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, so, I can get with this. Very I can get with interesting. This. Borg me um, up, man. Borg right. me up. <laughs> Borg and Schwiffel, I'm Maybe down with this. Maybe that's where they got the Borg. <laughs> um, Helen Keller was actually a member really yeah oh shit to convince her to do anything that's hard <laughs> that's hard that was really good damn because you had to like send in somebody to like interpret it to her like through <laughs> like, yeah. that was a very very dedicated missionary <laughs> like right. i don't know maybe she met johnny appleseed oh my god I don't, I don't, actually, I don't know no, they weren't in the same i don't time know period. where she lived i'm just kidding but yeah the, apparently like i I came across one of their sites and they like have a whole book written about Johnny Appleseed on there that is like, uh, oh, maybe I'll read that. I'm later. not as committed to the Trinity. So like, it's okay. I mean, like I, I get that they're of one. So I mean, like, Apparently, I think that though, it's all like, covered. It rubbed people the wrong way for saying these things. Like, no, you're wrong. Blasphemy. That's wrong. And mm. then also being like, I have my own special interpretation of the Bible. It's divine. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. <laughs> now I just imagine him once in a while just, Sometimes pelting them with apples. Sweet and bargain. <laughs> Sweet and bargain. I am down. <laughs> so as far as Christian sects go, it's it's kind of nice one. That wasn't a bad one. Okay. It's kind of fun. So uh, Chapman, uh, his real name, Johnny Johnny Pe- Peach Pit. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Peach Pit is Johnny Chapman. Uh, yep. He continued his mission until uh, his death in ni- er, in 1845 in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh, Indiana. Weirdly at the time, that's where it's it's nailed down now. But for a minute, there was like all these random reports of his death in different papers. Well, he wandered a lot. <laughs> Everyone had a weird hippie with a pot on their head hanging out somewhere, like a dead body with a pot on that. They're like, oh, we one, got Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> one place I did read that like pots were generally pretty heavy then. And yeah. that was very unlikely. Oh, come on. <laughs> Well then, then it's like the Monty Python thing with the witch, where they just put the pot on his the body's head after he's dead, and they're like, "Look, it's Johnny Appleseed." He, yeah, he dressed in rags, like or like coffee bags in life. Did they dress him up nice when he died? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, he looks like a hobo. I think we, we put a pot weird. on his head. We can yeah. we can so, put a little pot on his head. I found out I, I, the article I found was. 2018 so as of 2018 there actually is a surviving tree like he that's put one cool. place he planted in uh the village of savannah in ohio uh, and it was apparently planted right over this aquifer so its roots are down in there and it is just it's huge it was planted over 150 years ago and it's this huge gnarled uh apple tree that still produces fruit and the, oh, the owners of it said that sometimes it produces like so much that it's almost like a nuisance and then they just um, send out their spitters everywhere <laughs> spitters. Yeah, they would have been spitters uh the area actually does do they the... make like a mead out of them or anything like that like or a cider like at all or no they didn't say although they didn't say that there's a variety that is a descendant of his trees okay that um 
is so that's that, the one that's really good for apple pie. So I was going to say that's a great opportunity if this is like the actual like lineage because that's what Budweiser sells themselves under is that the DNA of the yeast from the beginning of Anheuser Busch's like career is the same as the yeast that they use now. So it's like hmm. it's I say it tasted just as shitty then as it does now because <laughs> I'm not a Budweiser fan. I'm not either. But it's kind of like that's kind of an interesting little factoid about it. But like that would be something that would totally sell some cider. Be like, hey, if you don't even know what to do with all these apples, I'll take your spitters. Yeah, <laughs> I will but take I, I'm them. sure it wouldn't really um, produce enough to for necessarily a business. But uh, maybe it would like be kind of cool niche to thing. to like niche plant thing. plant from that or like a cutting from that, so that yeah. it's it's as close as you genetically can. Yeah. Um, That'd be kind of fun. Kind of like your weird beer, the beer, yeah, beer yeah, queen the thing. the beer queen thing where they remade it using the same recipe. I just think that'd be kind of fun because, like, if that, that gnarly looking tumor ridden tree. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's very, Maybe very gnarly. not. It looks like it's got cancer. <laughs> it, it is a very or knobbly, warts. Yeah, knobbly it's like, <laughs> That tree looks like it's been around. <laughs> that's an old picture. I don't even know what it looks like now. And I love it says Dick Aglo, Alglo, Dick Alglo, 91, remembers his grandmother telling stories about the tree I'm suing. Yeah, how Chapman, John Chapman, who became known as Johnny Appleseed, planted several apple orchards in the area. Beautiful. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's I think great. it's pretty neat that that, like, it seems like so far... And it is pretty far in the past. Dick's but... got a lumpy, tumor-ridden tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's okay, that's cool. That's cool. That I think it's great. a missed opportunity that Dick could be making some nice cider. <laughs> Dick's gnarly cider. <laughs> Dickens cider. <laughs> you know those t shirts, the Dickens. Mm-hmm. Apple cider by Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's an opportunity missed. So fun So there was a, a you know, related it back to that old story. I don't remember what episode we were talking about it, but we were talking about whether or not there were cats in the like in oh yeah in North America yeah. or domesticated cats, I should say. Um, and I I wound up I don't even remember how I fell down that rabbit hole, but <laughs> <laughs> then I looked it up, and apparently there are no cats in America. Damn and it. then I just got that damn Bible song stuck in my head. So, so going along with the myth of or the lore dealing with cats, how they are connected with the spiritual world. Apparently, there wasn't a need for spirituality in this country, like to ward off evil spirits, until the settlers came. <laughs> right. There were plenty of wild cats. Don't get there me wrong. There were wild cats, but they weren't like because they say that house cats appear because they can go in between oh, is the that two a thing? worlds. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to oh. talk more about this. I don't and know enough cat lore. Oh. <laughs> I remember how I came across it. Just random fun tidbit that the Greeks used to use ferrets instead of cats to catch oh. mice. <laughs> Fuck those smelly little fuckers. <laughs> I know if they I weren't know. so if they weren't so smelly, I they would are love cute them. little noodles. I okay, they're I apologize. And they're so smart, but but if I had to choose between a cat or a ferret, taking a cat. Yeah, I guess. you can. Po- can you potty trick? Well, no, you'd have to like still get rid of the scent glands on the ferret. And that's mean. But yeah. So, but like cats, you can at least toilet train them. Once they learn that water masks the scent of their feces, they will go in the toilet. I've heard. That's, that's where bobcats go. So, like, if you're ever climbing around in like a mountainous area where there is bobcats and wildcats, they do poop and pee in the streams in order to mask the scent of their waste. Hmm. 
So think of that next time you put your lips to those nice cold streams. Why are they worried about masking the scent? Because of predators and because mm. um, cats tend to sometimes, especially depending on their size, they're they're always worried about prey. They're always like super paranoid. That's why they like high perches. That's why they like mm. to be in like you know areas where nothing can sneak up behind them. I Have hate you ever cucumbers. <laughs> Dude, they know something. They know something. It's the devil's vegetable. <laughs> I like a good cucumber. Oh, yeah, I know, devil's I vegetable. Know. Oh, jeez, <laughs> No, oh my they're gosh. good for you. <laughs> so many ways. <laughs> Any, anyways, <laughs> well, that's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, that's all we got here. All now. right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, have a happy Thanksgiving since this oh, is going to yeah. come out in time for it. Right, so. just in time. All right, all right. Have see you next one. time. See you next time. <laughs> Want to help us get into more ears? Help us grow by following, rating, and reviewing wherever you're listening. This is especially helpful in iTunes, so pop over and give us a rating if you can. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Feel free to leave any questions or comments.